Good morning and welcome to March. It's March 1st. It is Thursday. And I have a quote from Charles Dickens. And as some of you know, most of you know, he's a very famous British novelist. He wrote Oliver Twist, A Tale of Two Cities, David Copperfield. Um, it goes on. But here's the quote. It was one of those March days when the sun shines hot and the wind blows cold, when it is summer in the light and winter in the shade. And that's our quote of the day. And let's go out and have a great Thursday. Here are your horoscopes for March 1st. Aquarius, the more you try to control a situation, the more likely it is to move in directions that you don't want it to go. So relax and let life come to you. Also, don't worry if you have to pay out more than you expected today. Think of it as an investment. Pisces, the approaching full moon warns that friends and colleagues will disagree with your plans over the next two or three days. You will have to decide whether to move ahead without them or to take their advice and wait. Be confident and act alone. Aries, what takes place today and tomorrow while the moon is full may not be to your liking, but don't kick up a fuss about it. Powerful forces are at work, and the last thing you want is the spotlight on you. Stay in the shadows if you can. Taurus, try to align yourself with a higher cause over the next 48 hours. In some small way, you can help change the world for the better, and in doing so, it will help you feel better about yourself too. Your passion will make a difference. Gemini, the upcoming full moon makes this a great time to clear out all the material and emotional junk you have acquired in recent months. Be ruthless. Get rid of anything that is not absolutely necessary in your life. You may be surprised how much that is. Cancer, don't waste time trying to predict what is going to happen next in your life. It could be anything. Just be ready to adapt and act in a moment's notice. The next few days will be both exciting and challenging. Can you stand the pace? Leo, you may be tempted to give up on something or someone that is costing you a lot more time and money than you expected, but don't be hasty. According to the planets, some kind of breakthrough is imminent emotionally and maybe financially too. Virgo, you must not be content to sit back and let life come to you. Get out there, into the big bad world, and make things happen the way you want them to happen. The approaching full moon is sure to bring doubts, but you must ignore them. Libra, the thing about change is that it is so unpredictable, and what happens over the next two or three days is sure to take you by surprise. Don't try to resist what happens. Go with the flow and let it guide you. You will benefit in interesting ways. Scorpio, there seems to be an added urgency to your activities in the mo at the moment. No doubt caused by the approaching full moon. Something is prompting you to get a move on and make your mark before the opportunity passes and is gone for good. So get going. Sagittarius, unexpected events at home and at work may catch you out today, but they will benefit you in the long term, so don't get uptight about them. Deep down, 
You knew all along that things could not continue as they are, so embrace change, don't fight it. And Capricorn, something good is about to happen, but it may not seem good to you in the short term. Whatever occurs over the next 24 to 48 hours, you are strongly advised to accept it and look for ways to make it work for you. Try being a bit more flexible. And those are your horoscopes for March 1st by Sally Brompton of the New York Post. If today is your birthday, March 1st, you are born with a penchant for a lavish lifestyle and hate to take directives from anyone. Bravery and curiosity are your main traits. Your birth number one is influenced by the sun. People influenced by the sun are headstrong and ambitious. However, it is very difficult for others to understand your personality. You have a great aesthetic sense and optimism and it builds you up as a troubleshooter. Due to immense self-belief, you are often the center of attention of any function or social gathering. Famous birthdays today include Ron Howard, Roger Daltrey, Harry Belafonte, Justin Bieber, Alan Thicke. Happy birthday, Pisces. March 1st, Today in Rock, 1955, Sam Phillips launches Sun Records by releasing Driving Slow by 16-year-old saxophonist Johnny London. In 1957, the Everly Brothers record Bye Bye Love, a teenage love song that was written by 37-year-old Bo Bryant and his 31-year-old wife, Felice. Although 30 other artists turned the song down, the Everly's version will rise to number two in the U.S. and number six in the U.K. by next May. 1958, Buddy Holly and the Crickets began their only UK tour, playing two sets each evening for 25 nights. 1961, Elvis Presley signs a five-year movie deal with Hollywood producer Hal Wallace. 1963, Jerry and the Pacemakers released their first British single, How Do You Do It?, which will go on to top the UK chart the following April. The song had been turned down by Adam Faith, and although the Beatles had recorded it, they declined to issue their version. 1964, the Beatles start working on their first film, A Hard Day's Night, shooting the first scene at Marlborough train station in London. They hold two top spots on Billboard's Hot 100 with I Want to Hold Your Hand and She Loves You. 1965, after selling over 3 million copies in the U.S. alone, Petula Clark's Downtown is awarded a gold record. In 1966, Gene Clark of the Birds announced he was leaving the group due to his chronic fear of flying. He had also had some problems getting along with Roger McGinn. 1968, Elton John's first record, I've Been Loving You Too Long, was released in the UK by Philip Records. It failed to chart, and the label would drop him the following year. 1969, Jim Morrison is arrested after a Doors concert in Miami. He would be found guilty of indecent exposure and profanity in March 1970. In 1975, Olivia Newton-John wins Grammy Awards for Best Female Pop Vocal Performance, as well as Record of the Year for I Honestly Love You. The Album of the Year honors go to Stevie Wonder for fulfilling this first finale. He also wins Best Male Pop Vocal Performance, 
and the song of the year is Barbra Streisand's The Way We Were. That same year, the Eagles had their first million seller and first number one record in the U.S. when Best of My Love reached the top of the Billboard chart. Take It Easy had made it to number 12, Witchy Woman reached number 9, Peaceful Easy Feeling hit number 22, and Already Gone stalled at number 32. 1977, Sarah Lowndes Dillon files for divorce from her husband of 11 years, Bob Dillon. The divorce is granted in June, and she's given custody of their five kids and possession of their million-dollar home. Sarah was the subject of such songs as Sad-Eyed Lady of the Lowlands, Lay Lady Lay, and Sarah. That same year, Manfred Mann earns a gold record for Blinded by the Light, a song written by Bruce Springsteen. It was her first U.S. number one record since Do Wa Diddy Diddy 13 years later. 1984, 30-year-old Cindy Lauper makes her U.S. television debut when she appears on Johnny Carson's Tonight Show, performing her current number three hit, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. In 1994, Aretha Franklin receives a Lifetime Achievement Award and Whitney Houston wins Record of the Year in the Best Pop Vocal Performance, Female, for I Will Always Love You at the 36th Grammy Awards in New York. Accepting his living legend honor, Frank Sinatra is unceremoniously interrupted by the house orchestra, taking the TV broadcast to commercial break. In 1995, Eric Clapton wins his ninth Grammy, winning Best Traditional Blues Album for From the Cradle. Cheryl Crow is presented with Record of the Year and Best Pop Vocal Performance Female for All I Want to Do. 2011. A New York City law firm launched a $700,000 lawsuit against Prince for unpaid legal services. That same year, TMZ.com reports that the daughter of Rolling Stones guitarist Keith Richards was arrested after police allegedly caught her defacing public property in New York. The celebrity news website also said that Theodora Richards, 25, was also in possession of marijuana and a controlled substance. In 2012, Engelbert Humperdinck was chosen by the BBC to represent the UK at this year's, or that year's, Eurovision Song Contest next May. The 75-year-old crooner, who hadn't had a UK Top 20 hit since Too Beautiful to Last, reached number 14 over 40 years ago, would be the oldest ever Eurovision contestant. Unfortunately, he would finish second to last with a score of 12, far behind Sweden's Laureen, the runaway winner with 372 points. In 2013, a U.S. Superior Court judge gave the go-ahead for a civil lawsuit by Michael Jackson's mother against concert giant AEG Live, which hired Dr. Conrad Murray, who was convicted of involuntary manslaughter in the singer's death. In 2015, tickets for the Grateful Dead's Fare Thee Well tour showed up on StubHub with a top price at $116,000 for the three-day show. The cheap seats for the event, set for Chicago's Soldier Field uh, July 3rd to 5th, could be had for a mere $1,350. Originally, the seats were priced from $59.50 $59.50 to $199.50 per day. Uh, 2016, 
76-year-old Ginger Baker posted on his blog that he had canceled all of his scheduled shows for the year and was going into immediate retirement. The former drummer for Cream and Blind Faith revealed that his doctor had just diagnosed him with serious heart problems, causing him to announce no more gigs for this old drummer. That same year, Gail McCormick, lead singer of the group called Smith, died following a lengthy battle with cancer at age of 67. Band reached number five on the Hot 100 with a remake of the Shirelles' Baby It's You in 1969, and that's your day in rock. So a very good magician has hypnotized an entire audience. He has them under his complete control, and they are willing to do whatever he tells them to do. Unfortunately, at the vital moment, he trips over the microphone cord, lands on his ass, and says, Shit! Okay, so today, Rolling Stone uh, magazine has an article up, and, uh, you know, this is really hilarious. It's really hilarious. Keith Richards apologizes to Mick Jagger for a vasectomy joke. And um, goes on to say that Keith Richards apologized to Mick Jagger for joking in a recent Wall Street Journal interview that his 73-year-old bandmate should get a vasectomy. Jagger and girlfriend Melanie Hamrick welcomed their first child and Jagger's eighth child, Devereaux, in December 2016. So what Keith had said was, mix a randy old bastard, the Rolling Stones guitarist said in the profile that published Wednesday. It's time for the snip. You can't be a father at that age, those poor kids. After the interview was printed, Richards issued a statement apologizing for suggesting that Jagger undergo a vasectomy. I deeply regret the comments I made about Mick and the Wall Street Journal, which were completely out of line. I have, of course, apologized to him in person, Richards tweeted. Um, you know, he's not wrong. And maybe he got a lot of people coming down on him, but guess what? He wasn't wrong. That is completely selfish of someone to father a child at 73 years old because basically you're not considering that that child has a very likely chance that they will not have a father by the, by the time they reach teenage years. And that's a heavy weight on a child. And I don't care if you have a lot of money, which he does, that doesn't take away from the emotional crisis and scarring that occurs when a parent leaves a child in their early years. So, no, I don't think that 73-year-old Mick Jagger uh, should be fathering children or any other male of 73 years old. I think that is a completely selfish thing to do. You're basically saying, yeah, I'll have this kid, but I won't be completely vested in that kid's survival, development, etc. And leaving a kid in their younger years, especially in their teenage years, is devastating. That's a very emotional time for children. If you're going to have an addiction, 
uh, substance abuse issue, emotional issue, mental health issue, it will crop up then, more than likely. And, you know, adding the grief of losing a parent is uh, completely devastating and something that you don't get over. So, guys, you really should think about keeping it in your pants, you know, for the sake of the kids, because you're not really thinking about them at all. Bringing a kid into this world who's going to be raised with more than likely a father that checks out before they're 20 is not a great prospect for a child. And that's not what parenting is about. So, you know, again, I'm not sure how uh, Mick Jagger really feels about parenting. He's probably been, I'm going to assume, because of his lifestyle, he's probably been a guy that's not really on the scene too much. You know, like a normal, uh, you know, white-collar worker who gets home and gets out the mower, you know, and etc. I I think it's probably different, but, you know, they have a responsibility. It doesn't matter that they have a certain status. These are human beings. Child is human. Child has certain rights, no matter what class of family it's brought into. So anyway, I just think that Keith made a lot of sense, and it's too bad he had to apologize for it, that, you know... He had to apologize for a statement that, you know, was smart. All right, that's it. Have a great Thursday.